guys so welcome to another episode i am your host um so guys i'm excited i haven't recorded in a while the last time i recorded something i was just telling my guests that i spent like two hours recording it and then it gets to the end and nothing nothing was recorded you could barely hear me so i'm hoping today it goes well like jesus please this is not cheap This is the thing they don't tell you about starting things or especially like even the podcast. I think loads of people are like, oh, yeah, you just record. But you want to like buy the proper equipment that's going to cost money to find space because loads of people are like, you can just do it at home. But when you've got like a two year old running around, you're not recording anything. But we've made it. It's a new day. Let's push through. So today I'm I'm so excited because I. Do you know what? I've been saying excited. I've been listening to my episodes back and not only do I hate the way I sound, like we're working through it, but I keep saying the same thing. I'm realising that my vocab is trash. (laughs) I am saying amazing, it's great, good over and over again. So today I'm excited. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so my first guest, my guest is Alison, who is... Do you know what I try to do? I always try with my guests to obviously try to do a little research before, try and find out a little bit more. So I approached Alison because I really loved what she was doing with um, her company. It's black owned. So she's definitely going to tell us so much more about it, which I'm excited about. But I was like, oh, my God, I love that. I love I love that. I was just like, so she's pushing. It's These brands have nothing to do with her. But she's pushing them. We're trying to push through, we're trying to build a community, supporting other people. I And she's a mom. So I was just like, hey, we need to speak to her and find out, first of all, how she even gets up and does all this. And guys, she's got a full-time job. Like, so this is, I think this is like one of the reasons why I wanted to start the podcast. Because I was like, there's so many women out there in my position, new moms, but still working, still pushing it through. And I got to a stage when I was just like, what am I going to do with my life? So it's kind of nice to really like see these women who are doing it. And this is why I love Instagram as well. It's it's showing us that there's so many people that are starting things and it's it's not where it's they're making millions, but they're starting it. And that's kind of the, the motivation that I needed. So welcome, Alison. Thank you, Asha. Such a lovely introduction. Oh, and can I just say is. the words excite is amazing, great. We all use it, but sometimes it's fitting. So it's okay. <laughs> it it's is. okay. But you know, like when you listen to yourself back, you're like, find new vocab. <laughs> just something. But I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really, I'm truly honoured, truly. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Because I, I, like I was just saying, like, it's one of those things where Instagram gets such a bad rep, like mm. social media, we it, it does have like toxic side, we know. But I also like what I found is like, there's so many people you see on there that you would never get to see in a lifetime. Yeah. Like how many times do we meet people? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's true, especially in London. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're always rushing somewhere mm. and you find yourself that you, as much as you want to meet new people, there's no time. Literally. Especially as we're both mums as well. So you really know the struggle of that. Getting out of the house is like... Oh my God. Yeah. I get stressed. <laughs> <laughs> like I have anxiety planning getting ready because mm. I just want to make sure like okay I've got everything packed mm-hmm. I've got this I haven't forgotten anything because you literally like you feel so awful if you get out and you're like oh I forgot his wipes yeah 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 it's just like you can buy it but the the, the thought mm. that that anxiety you're like oh damn I didn't plan it properly yeah and you always realize when it's too late like you will realize in With, the change of room or something when exactly. you change of the child it's not like 
you know, hum chum chum, the birds are sweet, you know, yeah, I forgot the wipes, let me just go to Sainsbury's, which is conveniently there. No, it's always at the worst time. The worst time where you need it right there and then. Yeah. And you're like, what? So, but no, like, so that's, I, I love, I love, I think one of the things that's also, that I was excited about this episode was like, I was just, oh, I get to speak to another mom. I get to like, because, do you know what's weird? Like, before I had a kid, I was like, I want to be that mom that talks about her yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, we the all time. say that. Do you know? Yeah, we did all you say that? that? I'm pretty sure I probably did, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to be like the yeah. Facebook mom where yeah, every yeah, yeah. other picture is just about that. Yeah. But there, there, but there's something comforting about talking to another another young mom. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So do you find, are you around loads of other mums? Um, I don't go out of my way. Like, I remember when I first had my daughter, they were like, yeah, go to baby groups. I went mm. once and I thought, yeah, this isn't for me. Um, <laughs> it, I just felt overwhelmed. At that time, I, would, I was in a really crazy headspace anyway. So seeing loads of kids, just noisy, it was just too much for me. Yeah. Um, but I've actually got a few friends that had kids before I did. And I had, I've got one that had a child like a year after me. So oh, okay, okay. it's just an organic thing. They've got children, but that's not the form. That's not the basis of our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. do. Because I think what's, what's important especially for new mums it's to kind of know like yeah you are a mum now but that's not all you are yeah for sure like I tried I tried really hard to be like I want an identity outside of being Mm. Zion's mum it's like no like I don't don't it's I love him and when I'm with him it's like yes yeah yeah but also I'm running away from him yeah yeah no I was tweeted the other day about how like being a mum to a one-year-old is eating your yoghurt and hiding behind the the curtain to eat it because actually you've had your yoghurt and I want my own yoghurt and I will hide to eat my yogurt because <laughs> otherwise I won't have it. It's so true. Reality. Like, why, how do they not tell you this? That they these don't, kids, no. you don't have a second. Like, I don't eat until he's napping, mm, just so you can, so you can actually enjoy the yeah, food. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Just like they will want your food even if their belly's full because it looks nicer on your plate. Like <laughs> I make, like I'll make him an omelet in the morning, and then I'll be like, okay, let me make my own omelet. He would finish all his omelette and then start coming to me like, yeah. mommy, egg. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if you don't... <laughs> if you don't back out... Like, honestly, like, you have to run to do things just mm-hmm. a little five minutes. Like you said, a yoghurt. Mm-hmm. Just to eat a yoghurt because they're going to come around and be like, mommy, your yoghurt. But then you didn't want your yoghurt. There we go. Like, I can't. No, I can't either. These li- <laughs> I'm not that mum, I'll be honest. I'm not- <laughs> I'm not. We'll get back to these little people. So, but... What so when I was doing my research, there's obviously like you work, you full time work. You're mm-hmm. currently at Fairfair, Farfetch. Farfetch. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's right. Um, and you are a copywriter there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UX copywriter. Um, I've been there for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did like how did you start? Because your background is we were just talking off uh, offline that like, it is in radio. Like you studied, was it radio media studies? You did. It, so I was one of those people that I wanted to do media, but I always wanted to see which areas of the media I wanted to yeah. like um, focus on. So I did like a really broad degree: media and cultural studies and <laughs> television studies, which was just like a lot all yeah, compiled yeah. in one. I actually. Um, after uni realised that I really was passionate about journalism so I did like a short journalism course and then worked at loads of magazines Um, did you intern a lot? interned listen how? and this is the days when you weren't getting paid like can we say to them because a lot of these these new interns don't know how good they've got it honestly because people like also now we're like speaking for them we're like no 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 internship is slavery Mm. like pay these people but how was when you were interning? listen Luckily, I did a short course, and I have to big up this course that I did um, yeah. with a 
it was a, um, a course called Catch 22, okay. a journalism course, literally 12 weeks over the summer. And that just gave me a real insight into the world of, the world of journalism. Yeah, yeah. We were taught by like real journalists, okay. the art of pitching, how to like find a news peg, like literally all the aspects of journalism. And then after that, they um, found us a like internship. Oh, okay, okay. So I did a few within like creative agencies. Um, and then I did one at Cosmopolitan Online. And that was probably the one that was really like, okay, my foot's through the door now. Yeah. Um, but for, actually, let me rewind a little bit. Before I did that, I went to New York to do an internship um, at nice. The Fader magazine. Oh my God, really? Yeah, that was a long that? time ago. Honestly... It was sick. It's probably the best time, though. Back then, mm. New York was nice back then. And yeah. imagine interning then. It was it was sick, but it was hard because yeah. I, it was totally, like, unpaid. I was just... So how did you get by? I literally, I sold my car. I sold everything, saved up, and I just gave myself a strict budget. And that was it. That's I all I know. could do, you know? So, yeah. you know, doing all of that gave me enough... Um, it, it helps me understand the meaning of like real hard work and sacrifice, yeah. and I think that's something that has carried through in everything, really. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That, see, how how old were you when you literally you decided to go and intern in America? Um, I think I was I was twenty two. I'm I'm thirty one now. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was twenty two, um, and at the, that point, I'd left um, uni. And yeah. within like two weeks, my mum was like, yeah, you need to find work. And like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, mum. Why do I love our parents? Literally, they, I was like, okay. Did they ever give you time to find yourself? Honestly, there's, there's, you have to find work. You are. And I'm like, okay. So I ended up working at a bank, which as a cashier, and I was rubbish at it, literally losing yeah. money every week, put on the performance plan. And I realised, look, I don't even want to do this. And yeah, that's yeah like I we're decided, not kidding ourselves. Like, I'm not going to try and improve because I don't I'm not going to try and improve. So I just left, um... And then just focus on the journalism. Yeah, then. that's it. See, I I love like you said it was um, just like you you've been persistent and always been determined. That's what. So is that something like you? It's that's how you've always been. Yeah, because twenty two. That's that's young. <laughs> no, quite you know young, isn't like it? that's young to be. Because at twenty two, like now that I'm older, see, I'm thirty two and. I look back. You look great. Thanks. Forever young. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I love it. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I refuse. Like, my dad looks forever young. And I'm daddy. We're doing this together. Oh. I refuse to age. But, like, but then I look back at, like, how I was at 22. I was traveling. Mm. I was using up. Like, that's good. But, yeah, I know. But then in hindsight... 22 to take to make such a big decision to be mm. like, I'm going to go and intern at another country. Mm. I think it's... Like, people won't understand. Now, it's so normal. Yeah, now it's kind of normalised. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's yeah. true. Like, the younger ones now, which I admire them I admire so them much. Well. So much bravado. Like, so brave. Mm. Like, I I see them and I'm like, guys, like, you guys have no fear. Like, some of them should have fear. Have some fear. Yeah, a little bit. Just, just, a little bit of humility as well goes a long way. Just a little bit. You just can't show up yourself. and be like, I've arrived everywhere because people will humble you. Tell it's them. It just is the way of the world. Like, like, I think, and sometimes it, it's needed. I needed it, it at times. A hundred percent. I think what's like, I think the the most humble moments that's happened to me have, like, helped me mm. make a better decision. Like, just to know that you, yes, confidence is amazing, but also yeah. just just a little, come, come to a situation with a little bit just humbleness definitely but but yeah but like I do see them like you guys are really taking risks so that's why I'm just like at 22 you were yeah. already thinking yeah looking back now I can really appreciate yeah. that wow 22 um, it was me and one of my other friends we just both decided look we want to go out to New York and mm-hmm. we, we did it and you're right looking back it is like wow because yeah. if I was to, I don't think I could do that right now I know obviously life has changed a lot but yeah 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 
even if I didn't have my daughter, I don't know if I would have the you courage could, to just stop everything and just go and elsewhere. It. I don't know. But is that like, I feel that's because we uh, now we, we rightly so, we overthink things, mm. but we kind of put things in perspective now. Yeah, just we like, do. I can't just drop this. Yeah, yeah, like, no. You can't, I can't just quit a job just <laughs> you like that. You just, do you know <laughs> what bills. I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They will find you. Like, yeah. So now it's easier. But then it's also like, oh. You could make it work if mm. you really wanted to. Yeah. I think what it is, what I've learned is that you can take aspects of that energy yeah. and channel it into whatever it is that you want to do. But you just yeah. got to do like be smart about yeah. how you do things that, as much as possible. That's so true. So going back to your internship. So when you were interning, how how did you feel like you experienced as a black woman interning in certain spaces? That's a that's a really good question. Yeah, because I I inter I like I did fashion. Mm-hmm. I think people are gonna get sick of me and be like, oh, here we go again, fashion again, fashion. I fashion. can see fashion. Look at her. You see, She's got tell a red them. Lip. Tell them. Killer red fashion. lip. What's that? Ruby Woo. Ruby Woo. You uh-huh. know. Maybe swaps for a couple of hours ago. I was at home with a t shirt. So sometimes you have to <laughs> yeah, juice it out. Of course, May. Um, so my experience in fashion, especially in Nintendo, was hard. Mm. And then you get older and you kind of speak to other people about their experience, especially like other black women. And you're just like, oh, mm. like it's... It's r- universal. It's very universal. Yeah. And of course, like I only knew about the fashion experience, but then speaking to women in different industries. And now that we've become, I am so glad, like we've become a lot more outspoken. Yeah. A whole lot more. The whole like everyone's a yeah. lot more outspoken, and it's so amazing. Like we're sharing experiences. So you were in that kind of like edit writing media. Like how was your experience? So um, in okay, so there's there's different aspects of the media agent uh, industry that I worked at. So with the creative agency, that's for like custom publishing. So you know, like you might go in Tesco's and see that there's a magazine. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. more that space. Just in case anyone. Yeah. Um, and there I, w- I was always the youngest um, out like maybe one or, out of one or two black people in the in the room yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and you know <laughs> but I didn't really feel other if that made sense because uh-huh. we're in a, we're in a space where we're all bringing forward ideas so that was yeah. cool New York working at the Fader was amazing because end of the day the magazine is about black hip hop yeah. culture mostly so they'll be playing Biggie as you're writing on yeah, yeah. street fashion in New York or whatever. Nice. So I always felt at home there. Um, I made really good friends with, um, at that time, he was a style editor at large, uh, Mo Balaji, Big Up Yourself. He he just took me under his wing and yeah. just showed me around New York and stuff. So that was sick. But then coming to London, back to London um, and working at Cosmopolitan, that was a eye-opening experience Ooh. for me. Um, first of all, you know, when I said about humility, that yeah. sometimes it's good to be humbled a bit. I came back from New York with this, yep, I'm a can-do girl, I can do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, that can come across a little bit arrogant because you can't do everything. You need to learn some other things, especially for a magazine like Cosmo. Um, So I did find myself toning down a little bit because I had to soak up a lot. Um, And the other thing I would say is I literally was the only black girl in the office. And sometimes you would get the ignorant... I don't think, oh, do you know what it is? I don't think people mean to be ignorant, but it just, it I don't always want the eyes on me as the black yeah, girl in the office. Yeah. I'm Alison first, like, obviously I'm a black girl, I'm very proud, but I don't always want to be made to yeah. feel other. So comments like, oh, you must find it really hard to get makeup in your tone. <laughs> like, base, we're on Carnaby Street. Mac is down the road. And literally There's Nas definitely is NC50 there, like, you know it- stop. You know what I mean? It's like, I get it, maybe where you're from in your... Little town. Little town, yeah. but actually we're in London and... 
yeah I, it's just micro comments like that after a while it yeah. just felt a bit like oh again yeah like I used to get that did you ever feel when you're doing a new hairstyle oh uh, oh <laughs> The simple new hairstyle. Yeah. Before even going to the office, you already know mm. someone's going to say something. You're going to have to give a dissertation on yeah. its weave and how it was done. Yeah. And my thing is, we're like, no, we're in London. A yeah. lot of you, a lot of you girls are wearing weave. A lot yeah. of you white girls are wearing weave, yeah, and it's the yeah, same yeah. way. So, like, stop asking me how it's done. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I now get offended by it because I'm just like, it's not something new. Mm. It's, it's so, part of our culture to change yeah. our hair a lot. Most black girls that I know would have a different hairstyle one season to the next. It's just what it's, we do exactly. because we can. But then you come into work, you're just stressed out already because you're like, <laughs> I walk through the door. <laughs> the receptionist is going to say something. The people oh. in the lift are going to say something. Oh, you had braids yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot still. Do you know what? I actually went for a stage of just wearing a big um, floppy hat and I even wore it in the office. I don't know. Like now looking Why back. Why that? What to I, avoid? Just, no, I just, I loved the hat and I just... <laughs> I don't know probably covering up a bad hair day but to them it was a statement like oh got the hat on again just... that was like when I used to wear my um, remember like bad hair day you wear a turban oh yeah, yeah. I oh, do yes, like a little yes, rash, yes. head wrap yeah 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 with a dress they don't have no idea that this I was like this is a Primark dress and I wrapped <laughs> up but then they were like oh my god like this is so exotic I, like, guess, this I, is... I guess otherness is always going to be fascinating it is um, but yeah sometimes it can be a lot especially if you're, if you're in a bad mood I don't want the attention on me but here yeah. I am black girl in the office it's <laughs> got a deal <laughs> did that like hinder anything like being the only black girl or did you in terms of like just just trying to get like, the promotion to move around because you have moved around and I really like I was really looking at your your career and just being like mm. you've you've had some you've really got some great positions and working some great companies yeah um do you know what looking back I do think I could have used my otherness to maybe peg some stories i.e. these yeah. are the best brands for black skin yeah 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 but it was a, just a different time this is like yeah. I don't even know this was 2011 oh yeah yeah 2011 I, that's a long time ago the attitudes were different then so way back um, so different not to say that my editor would have been against it but you've got to understand their primary market isn't necessarily someone who looks like me so yeah. they might not necessarily get the clicks if that was a feature online so I didn't really put forward as many ideas as I think a young person would now if they were in that space yeah Yeah. no absolutely and also I think back then as much as I I hate the topic of oh I hate saying this but black is in but no, it, is. it is it is like I hate it because I'm just like it's not it's not a trend but no. that's fine to me Let's we've always it. been popping yeah. to you we're, we've always been popping absolutely but, but it's now, very popular culture heavy right now for sure absolutely so now it's like there's more like you're saying there's more opportunities to pitch an idea that's like yeah. oh yeah we can do things mm. on braids we can do and they know like Cosmo now knows because I used to love I used to love me a good Cosmo when I was younger <laughs> like, no, they, were good. they were doing it, the sex tips before Aloni yeah. made it a thing so <laughs> Big up, big up, Aloni, Honestly, because I look at honestly? it and I'm, and I'm like, yeah, this is interesting content. Yeah. But before, where would you find that sort of stuff? Love. <laughs> no, honestly, like I used to, I used to buy it. I don't know. I had no business buying it, but I used to. I did. I did generally used to love like, oh, look at them actually being honest mm. about topics that yeah, they were about taboo topics for sure. Like I loved Cosmo. Mm. I like now looking back, you're just like, yeah, like they didn't really represent me I wasn't really seeing models like me Mm. they weren't really doing like pitch or topics on just maybe just black girls and so that was kind of like "Mm." (laughs) but it was no it was like 
Cosmo, yes, you guys really did do your thing. Like I remember, I was just like being young. I was like, you guys did great articles, sex. They were, they were like yeah, pushing boundaries for sure. They were, yeah, yeah, yeah. they really were. So you do now. What you do is user experience. So like yeah. copyright. How is that different? Because I was, tr- I was like, I thought I knew what copywriting was. Yeah, and then I was looking at what you actually do, mm-hmm. and I was just like. Okay, I don't think I understand. No, you probably do. Honestly, writing yeah. is writing. It's just whenever I just try and simplify it. When you're writing for an editorial magazine, yeah. you're writing to a very particular audience, right? When you're writing for um, a brand, let's yeah, say, yeah. like you know, working a fashion brand, working on their team. Again, you're writing to an audience. As long as you remember, you're always writing for an audience, yeah. then that just travels through. So, user experience. If you think about when you're navigating a website, let's say Spotify, they're really good with the, the yeah. bits of copy. Copy is what we call text in our okay, industry. Okay, you okay. probably know that, but just in case anyone else didn't, um, you want to make sure that in, maybe instead of just saying like, go to music, it might be explore oh, okay, what's okay, okay. trending. Like it's just using different words to appeal to okay, the person okay, okay. that might be using that app or whatever okay, okay does that make sense i get i get it okay I, I think i get it no i do get it so like so you got into that was that intentional was it just a natural progression or was it literally like this is the end goal no it, a lot of things are it just naturally just fell in yeah i think um i remember when i first started at cosmo i was a little bit like oh i want to work for the print mag it's a bit annoying that i'm working for the digital team but <laughs> yeah. hey ho like let me be grateful but now i'm so grateful that i worked on a digital team yeah because that's the way everything's going digital and that probably opened up a lot more doors for me yeah later on in life that's so um, true so yeah who would have known that like back then digital no it wasn't popping you wanted the byline to be on print so you can mm-hmm. go to your next um interview and show like look at what I wrote. This is this is what I did. Yeah, and yeah. when I was doing uh, when I was in PR, it was all about what magazines, yeah. what we were featured in, mm. press press like printouts and yeah. getting press cuttings and things like that. So now, and then it just kind of started changing. When mm. you're like, okay, what online website are we on? Yeah, like I remember when I wasn't interning, when like digital was kind of becoming popular, it was like, oh, these are the websites you need to go and check every morning. Mm. We used to go to, on Daily Mail. Yeah. And go like in the entertainment bit and see if any of the celebs were wearing our stuff. So it was kind of like they knew, started gravitating towards digital. Yeah. And it's taken over. It honestly, like, do you think they still, like, is there any worried? Because I do think people need to worry about like print. Do you think mm. that's going to get to a point where it's just literally die down? Like, die? Um, I do think that it will decrease over time just because the generations that are coming up now mm-hmm. consume things differently. But. There is a benefit to having like a book, like a printed yeah. book on the bookshelf that you can pull out and take with you when there's no Wi-Fi. You know, like when you're on a plane <laughs> and you just oh, I, I do listen to my music. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I like, I like it. See, I like a good book and a magazine. Mm. I still, yeah, same. I still love a magazine. If I go in there, if I go into a shop and stuff, I'm like, oh, let me buy me a little Vogue. Yeah. Let me buy like, what's the latest? Like, and some of them, it's not as we're used to buy like the same thing all the time. Like mm. I used to love like glamour. I'll just get glamour. Now it's like, oh, let me try something else. But yeah. like, it's just the aspect of like the print itself. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It's uh it's it's an experience. It's more experiential, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Then just going online and click, click, mm. click. Do you get to and a then point getting you... distracted by a notification that takes you then to Instagram, then to this, then to that? I I blame like I blame the internet for my lack of concentration. Yeah, no, <laughs> I have to blame too. someone. Me I have too. to blame someone because it's like <laughs> I'll go online and your intentions are okay. Like okay, say last night I was like I was looking for a Hoover. I'm like I'm I'm <laughs> looking for a Hoover. This is what I want. Why did I find myself on Instagram? 
looking at someone's Insta stories. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a trap. It's, it's a real trap. I was just like, what is happening? How did we go? Because I tried to correlate my steps backwards. I was <laughs> like, wait, so let's go from, I'm going to Instagram. How did I go from Hoover to Instagram to now watching someone's story on a night out? And that's exactly what this thing is designed for, the phone. It's like, even like when you're on a shopping site, there's um, algorithms, there's things yeah. that is directing you subconsciously to different it, it's crazy and that's why sometimes I just turn off my phone I you, just need to really my yeah, yeah. sometimes at night I just turn it off and I'll give myself a little while before I look at it in the morning not every day I need that willpower I yeah, need like I need the willpower to be able mm. to like to turn off my phone I can I can ignore it like I you can call me after a set I will not answer because I'm like just don't feel like talking mm. but I can't turn it off like I'll be the one on it on my Instagram yeah I'm like the worst person to watch a film with Oh, because then you're on your... Because I'm on my phone. Yeah. And then, like, uh, whoever I'm with, it's like, do you know what's happening? I'm like, yeah, the important parts. I look at... <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like, constantly multitasking. Yeah. Mm. So that, And then I find it hard to, um, to kind of just chill out and not do anything because I just feel like I'm constantly... I need to do yeah. something. It creates anxiety, but, I mean, that's another story for another day. Yeah, but... Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's not even get into that. So what ki- what tips would you give someone who wanted like, to get into copywriting online, especially now? Because no. it's a little bit different. Like, you had to kind of, like, intern yeah, and go through that way. Yeah, I from the ground up. Honestly, now I think there's just so many tools... Um, before we get on to promoting it, let's talk about actually doing the work. I would say, like, follow a bunch of people that really inspire you and yeah. read their work. Like, read, read, read. Read newspapers, read adverts. Just keep reading. It's yeah. so important. Um, understand, try and understand different tones. So a British advert, a Brit- British Airways advert, for example, advertising the holidays, might be different to, um, let's think... There's a luxury um, holiday place. Is it Cooney or something? Cooney? Cooney? I don't know oh. how it's pronounced, but you know, the really posh one. <laughs> they are gonna, they're gonna talk. They're gonna type and write things in very different ways. Yeah, so yeah, trying yeah. to understand tone will be really important. Um, and then just write as much as possible. Yeah. Even if it's, it could be a blog. It could be, um, literally in your journal. It could. So that's private writing. Yeah. Um, and then start pitching. Just pitch to magazine editors. Um, if you want to, that's if you want to be in more of an uh, yeah, editorial yeah. writer. For copywriting, um, you probably would need to network with people that are already in that industry. Mm-hmm. Follow people on Twitter. Maybe a lot. A lot of people I've seen are becoming very popular from doing threads. Yeah, so, on Twitter. Do you know what? That's so crazy. I think with the thread, people don't realize how the internet can change can change and things can change so yeah. from one tweet you can like go like the threads are amazing yeah yeah just giving little nuggets little thoughts anything mm-hmm. just like as a, a series of digestible uh, tweets in a thread um i've seen people like amass a lot of followers from that and that can open a door for you yeah so yeah do you think it's like because because obviously with the podcast being called after 25 mm. it's kind of talking so it's like for someone like me who has got to a stage where I'm just like, hey, I want to start something new. Like I'm not, I'm not young. I'm not, I can't afford to do free things. I can't yeah. afford to, like my time is money. It's, mm. you know, like, and especially like if you do have kids and you've got other responsibilities, you've got light bills, you, yeah. you've got things to do. So, because I know with the industry that, you know, with like media and fashion, a lot of it is who you know. Mm. So kind of, it means having to do things for free. Yeah. Like, do you think it would be harder for someone who's of an older age to start, to get into media? Is it one of those industries where you can 
anyone can get into it? That is a good question. Um, I think when you're older, you probably would need to do it alongside your your nine to five, your day yeah. job for, for a while, just to make sure that it's viable. Because yeah. the I know there's people that say, you know, just dive straight in, quit everything and dive straight in. But I think in this industry in particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is very much who you know to help open the door. And then hopefully more will open. Well, usually does like a domino effect. But yeah. you need to get that foot in the door first. It's, it's a hard industry to break into, I think. Yeah. Um, but saying that, it's probably a lot easier now than it was like 10 years ago. Because now you can, like I tell, because my little sister, she's um, does styling, but also she wants to write. Mm. And I'm like, I see now this is a time where you don't necessarily need someone else's back in. You can start something completely on your own. And... Hopefully how you push it out yeah, then bring true. in would bring in the attention. That's you don't true. necessarily need to work for a magazine. You can just like yeah. you said, like just write in your own time, start your own blog. It's yeah. an, although there's more traffic to who you're competing against, but it's you can do it now without having Yeah, without to, having that yeah. massive backing. And actually you're right, because you could maybe say you want to be a copywriter, there's always a new fashion brand or a new something brand that's launching that you yeah. see online. And you might be you might look at the website and think the product's really good, but the copywriting does not sell that product yeah. at all. The tone isn't right. I could maybe offer my services. That can add to my portfolio. Set up a Squarespace. Look yeah. for more work. You know, there are other ways of getting work. So you're right. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think that was like one of my, one of my main things whenever I'm talking to like other women my age, because I'm always like, okay, the, ish, the worry of people starting things new is because you're like, okay, I don't know it. I'm older. I won't, like, how will I be able to give my time free? But it's like, this is kind of the best time mm. if you wanted to. Yeah. Because you can do the whole, your whoever you are by day. But by the time it gets to nine o'clock, once the kids are sleeping mm. and you're on your own, then try and push something. Yeah. Even if it's only an hour, like, a day, like, working on easy, your goals. Though. It's not easy. It's not easy to come home and you just want no, to sleep. No, no, no. And when I say now a day, I don't always mean doing. I mean, sometimes that might be just writing your list of things that you want to do yeah. for that week and then slowly ticking them off. Yeah, just one by yeah, one. one by one, because you're not going to write every day after work, let's be honest. Like, you yeah. to cook and all that. <laughs> oh, it's just long. Cooking is the ghetto. Oh, I saw one of day, your tweets the other day. It's long. It's <laughs> I'm still trying to pattern it. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally, so Sunday needs to be the day where there's a big pot of something and then at least... A couple of days. That's and the, oh yeah, it's otherwise. Like who eats it? Like you, do you know? Like you realize that you know what, mum. You, I'm. I appreciate mm. it. I get it now. Yeah. I, I'm like how? How you come home and cook every, every day? day? It's nah. It's too much. Like I don't even. You just look at the person's face. You're just like, oh, if I don't cook, that's child abuse. He has to eat. Yeah. Like and you can't just give like. You can't just give them like just a piece of toast and be like, here you go. Yeah, no, you can't. And that's why the days that my daughter go to nursery, I'm happy because the, the things they feed them. Really? They See, feed... that's one of my worries. I'm like, he's not going to eat what I get. Oh, like, no, they eat well. Yeah. They eat, if they go, you know, none of their food has any salt. I mean, our food's probably worse. Like, when I cook sometimes, I'm like, oh, this has definitely got too much like yeah, yeah, yeah. salt, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, they eat like so many times a day. If she's at home with me, you, She's not starving, but no, she's but not eating ten times a day. Absolutely not. <laughs> Who's, got, <laughs> Who's got time? Like I try to be like, okay, let's. I throw sound in like an awful mum. I have not eat my yogurt. <laughs> Listen, let's give you the real, real. Do you know what? Like we need to. Be, you have to be so honest with, like, with motherhood. It is. It's not a joke. It's amazing, mm. but mate, it's it's, a lot. it's not easy. 
And then like, and then trying to throw it in with starting a business or even just working a normal nine to five. Like for me personally, when I had my son, I kind of took a backseat from work. And it wasn't like I was in a career that I loved anyway. Mm. So it was kind of easier to just be like, okay, let me pause. Let me just be kind of a full-time mom, do little bits of part-time here. So now I'm like, at the time, I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? He's going to get, like, be full-time. What do I want to jump into? But for those mums who are still working, Mm. you don't want to come home and then have to cook for somebody, hear a hundred questions. Yeah. Like, and then read the book and make sure... Because your son's, what, two? He's two, yeah. So he's at the stage where he's talking. Cause he's been talking. talking. Yeah, okay. He's He 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 hella talks. Right. Like, and it's so clear. Like, he's literally... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's clear. I'm like, you're too, calm down. I think yesterday, he gave me a piece of banana and was like, you like it? Oh. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just a second, I was about to throw you outside. Oh, that's cute. The demands change, though, as they grow. So, obviously, your experience with a two-year-old, I'm not even there yet. I don't even know what that's like. And I'm like, wow. How old is your... Um, my daughter, she's uh, one in a few months. One oh, in September okay, okay, gone, okay. so, yeah. Oh, mine's September as well. Oh. <laughs> so, she's not talking yet. She says a few words, but it's... Yeah, it's, yeah it's she just, is. Yeah. Enjoy it's this. It's cute stage. Oh, please enjoy this. <laughs> Enjoy this process of no no talking. I think, and what is so great is that when you do start talking, it's you just see it's kind of like a click of oh, I've been thinking all these things. I can finally communicate it. Yeah, like because uh, yeah, that's what I feel like at sea because he's just like, oh my god, flowers! I've been wanting to say flowers, and now uh, I know what it is. Like so, it's it like it's annoying, but, but it's cute it's, at the same time. It's so cute. Um, so like because I was reading um, so. I was reading an article that was fe- that you had featured on, mm-hmm. and it was it Guap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was really like because I was telling you, I was just like, I really enjoyed it because it it reading and seeing. Okay, maybe let me check out. They don't answer all the questions that I wanted to ask, but it was nice to kind of kind of hear you say like for you the moment that clicked for you to start your own com- to start your own business was after you had your kid, mm. and I was just like that. I think for me, like. You know, although I'm like, oh, after 25, life changes. But then for me, it went completely different after I had my kid as well. Yeah. I was just like, I started looking at things differently. Oh, 100%. Like everything just from from fitness to my skincare to diet to especially what I want to do with life yeah. and things like that. So how was it for you? Like, how did you, that moment for you just happen? Um... The thing is, I've always kind of like had little side hustles. <laughs> my grandma laughs at me because um, she's Jamaican. So my mum's Jamaican, my dad's Nigerian. Yeah. And she's always said that I get my hustle from the Nigerian side. Oh, you um, Nigerian. <laughs> I, yes, I hope my son gets that too. Um, so like, you know, I'll be selling hair on the side, you know, doing yeah, like yeah, odd yeah. bits. Um, I think in terms of it's black owned, I, I don't, I don't know, like it, it was just... I'm actually trying to understand when this happened. It must yeah. be God because I literally just thought, right, I love supporting black businesses. Wouldn't it be good to have like a, a space where you can highlight all the best mm-hmm. ones, not the crap ones? I'm not putting we'll, my we'll money. We'll get into that. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, that sounds really bad. I know, in it? No, sorry, no, I'm just going to be honest because... We like, have to be because... I've got high standards, so... That, do you know what? That, <laughs> that is one of the things. I think for me, it's... I feel like a lot of... Some black-owned companies don't think 
through the branding aspects of it. Yeah. How aesthetically it, it looks. looks. That's my issue. It could be such a great service mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's like you haven't really thought about how it looks. Yeah. So it's not appealing to especially people who work in media who Oh my gosh, you've become visually, so savvy with visuals yeah, and like quality. So that's like, for yeah. me. Like I will just be like, can we do things that are aesthetically appealing to mm. the eye? And it doesn't have to be crazy designs. Yeah. G- glossier. Yeah, oh, simplicity, like, especially in this day and age, simplicity absolutely. works for so, sure. Yeah, so yeah, so can't remember the question, but <laughs> basically, I just thought it would be a good idea, um, and it very much started as a passion, like a you know, like when you've got that fire and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm actually excited about yeah. this. So I asked my my good friend, and she was like, Yeah, 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 sounds sick. And then, yeah, I think it, it started that way rather than me thinking, right, I'm going to go into this okay, as yeah. a business sort of thing. But then over time, like literally within a month after launch. My friends are like, right, so you are, like, charging for this, innit? This can't be a free thing. I'm like, oh. So, make money. Yeah. Because I like the, friends like that. Because the thing is, is that, especially when you're a mum, like, the time that you're pouring into something is money. It's, it's, it's money or it's time away from your yeah. child. Like, it's, everything has to make sense. You can't afford to waste your time. You can't afford you to can't. waste your time. You can't do everything for three. You're not an intern anymore, like... You've we're paid too your grown. dues. You're too, yeah. we're too, we're yeah, too yeah, old. Yeah. We're too old for that. Like, so, no, that's so true. So, um, so with, it's, it's black owned. Mm-hmm. Do you reach out to people or do they come to you? Or is it like brands that you've come across? So when I first started, um, obviously I wanted to just see, like, I just wanted to see, is there any, is this even viable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reached out to like maybe 12 to 15. I think we started, because we started with 12 um, brands. Um, and just asked them if they would be interested. It was very much like a just, you know, putting the feelers out there. Thank God, like, many were. So, yeah, they got they got involved. Um, but now it's at a place where actually I'm getting a lot of the submissions. Oh, that's good. But also if I do see a brand that I'm interested, I I, I will reach out and be like, hey, like, and drop the, the website. It's like a kind of two-way conversation. Yeah. yeah. How amazing is it that... You, before reaching out to people, I don't know if you had that feeling. It was kind of like, oh, they might not be interested. But then when you reach out, people are so, yeah. like, it's weird. And I'm not just saying it just, like, with you. I've said it to so many women that I've reached out to to come on a mm-hmm. podcast. Even though they won't have time to, some are like, oh, I can't do it for whatever reason. But everyone's just so nice. Like, yeah. sometimes it's literally, guys. And I'm, this, look at me. I started a podcast like what yesterday and I'm giving people tips, but. No, but she's got it patterned. If you see the studio, no. this is professional. <laughs> I like it. I no. can tell you worked in media. Uh, I thought I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it could be. No, like it a- is, guy. Like, what, it really is. But just to go back and say, it's kind of like, no, reach out to people, mm. pick up the phone, email people, yeah. like DM them. Like, if, you know, if they don't, re- if they don't reply back, it's, it's fine. okay. Yeah, I used to overthink things me- so oh my God. much. Oh my gosh. Like a whole day you're spending, yeah. like oh no no, they might say no. There's like, yeah, just, it's just just stop. Just 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 a lot. Of, a lot of that is actually being a bit too preoccupied with yourself. I think like yeah. in a you know like whenever we think of someone who's self obsessed, you think of them as someone who's shouting about themselves all the time. Yeah. But sometimes self obsession can be where you're thinking too negatively. Like someone's yeah. going to think this of me, and no no no, it's going to stop. No, just quit all of that. No, no one cares that, so that much. Do you know what? I no feel, one cares. I feel attacked. <laughs> but no, this I'm is talking true. to myself no, back in the me, day as well, like sitting there thinking, why, why are you thinking so long? Get yeah, with it. no, but, <laughs> but it's true. It really is. I think you have, yes, we have a, like ideas about ourselves, yeah. but it's also like you're thinking way too way deep. Too no much. one. It, no one's going to think you're a big, like, like stop. Should, this is, yeah. <laughs> 
it's so true guys like they don't care like someone they're living their life mm. like I'm not gonna burst that I swear when I was younger I did think the world revolved around me yeah, like guys I'm not gonna do. lie I you thought if do. I went to sleep the world went to sleep but even now it's kind of like no one is thinking about you no. they're living their life yeah. they're doing their business and then they're actually sometimes waiting for opportunities oh my like gosh, this. Yeah. So when you reach out, they're like, oh the my gosh. The feedback is like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And that just boosts your confidence in, it does. in terms of moving forward. So, it really yeah. does. And also, don't be discouraged if someone is not on it. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's also happened. That's also happened where you reach out to someone and it's like, they're interested. But when they hear there's a fee involved, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. And this, this could be a business that you've also supported before you've actually had your business. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everyone's got their own priorities. Which they is might fine. not have yeah. the fees to pay for that right now. They might not be interested. It might not be for them. And that's okay. And that's yeah, fine. Because not everyone, like, you realize that everyone's in different spaces, mm. different priorities. Like, everyone's, whatever, your plans are not really aligned with their plans. Yeah. And that's and okay. That's okay. It's fine. Like, Don't take things personal. That's, I think <laughs> that's the thing. I think, like, when you get older, not only is it kind of like pride, mm. but also taking things personal. It's like, let's try not to. Yeah. It's hard, but. It's so hard. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's needed sometimes. Yeah, like you, the nose, the nose, it's not the end. Mm. It's not the end. And it's I strengthen you. And I appreciate also people are just so vocal about like everything they've gone through yeah. and the failures. Like, you know, the film that came out recently, Cats. I haven't seen it, but yeah. No one's seen it, apparently. <laughs> so it, it, <laughs> but like, I think for me, because. You know, the guy literally lost. I think they said they lost like 80-something mil mm. at the box office. And I was like, see, this is like failure on a wide on level. A wide level yeah. Like, but he's gonna he's gonna be fine. He's gonna get up and exactly. bring another film next year. He's like, fine. He's he's gonna live. That 80 mil loss, it hurts now, but they're gonna get up. And I'm like, that's what we kind of I keep telling myself, I'm like, failure's fine. Mm. Like fail. Yeah. Go go with the flow. Hey, how are you dealing with um like doing a business on the side, working part time, working full time, and then having to come home and be a mom. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you plan it? Because I'm always like, how do moms do work when there's kids running around? I still haven't mm. figured out the working from home. Do you know what? <laughs> just, before I went on maternity leave, um, there's a woman in my company that I proper just looked up to. Yeah, she's a G. Like, yeah. Oh, I love honestly, women. she amazing so I, I literally thought let me schedule some time in with her I knew she she was a mum yeah. she's a lot older than me but I knew that it would be interesting just to see her thoughts on yeah. how her journey was but also any tips that she would have for me Yeah. one of the things that she said to me which I will never forget when it comes to working as a parent you need to have um, your your bread and butter covered so your job that is going to make sure that everything is, is paid for, paid for. Yeah. Um, and then for her, like, she was also someone that had her passion projects, right? Yeah. So you need to make work work for you. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to be careful what I say here because, you know. No, of course, but yeah. read between the lines, people. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I work from home two days a week. Yeah, no, I get that, yeah. Right? And don't get me wrong, those those two days, I have to make sure my employee employment work is at the forefront, right? Yeah. So any emails that come through, I need to make sure I'm able to jump on a call, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I'm also able to stay at home and have my lunch at home. So that yeah. means that I don't need to go out, run anywhere. In that time, I need to make sure I'm working on my priorities. Yeah. Um, when I'm working from home, luckily, Sarai's dad takes care of her, so that's all sorted, you know. But it 
it is hard. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's hard. There are times when she just wants to come over to me, even though we're, she's her dad's over there. She wants to come over to me. May. Bother me. Like, honestly, and I it's like I gave birth pause. to you. Go and give yeah. me free. Be yeah, free. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. And it's always mummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love it, but it gets to a point it's like, it's a lot. I've got work to do. Yeah. She actually is quite a daddy's girl as well, yeah, to be fair. But, I think sometimes when she wants comfort, it's me. It's my yeah, neck yeah. that she wants to grab. So I'm not going to lie. There are times when I have to just put everything down mm-hmm. and just tend to her needs because she comes first, right? Um, but I love the fact that I work from home two yeah. days a week because I don't know if I could do five days a week no. in the office. Because no. those three days that I do, I'm tired when I come back. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it is hard. Like the, I, I feel like the whole working from home, it... It it works. Mm. It it works. Like I find it hard to when he's around, when my son's around, to really get down and do work. So I'm, like when he's napping, I'm like, hey, I can literally kill it while yeah. he's sleeping. And when he's around, I can do a few things here. But I'm just like, how are, how are these moms balancing all this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's no joke. It's hard. So she said, so sorry. She said, um, you know, have your bread and butter. Yeah, your passion projects, and then um. Because I think she was a consultant, so she said in terms of like with her bread and butter, she needed to make sure she did a, she did it backwards. So she worked out her budget. How much does she need to make to cover her bread and butter and have something just to put away? Yeah, yeah. Right. So her day rate can't be lower than whatever that calculates to be once you divide it up. So she was like, you have to work like that in terms of your passion projects. Have things that you're happy to do for free if you had to. Yeah, yeah, if you had if to. If you had to. So that way you're not feeling resentful when you're doing your, pas- your passion project and your light bulbs come and you can't pay it. Yeah. You know, and you're not too tired because you're at work five days a week. Do you know what I mean? You have to find your own balance and let everything work around you. That's I had true. to fight for that. I'm not going to lie. No, it wasn't easy. It's like, <laughs> no, it isn't. And mm. that's a lot to do with some of these companies as well. Mm. I had to leave mine mm. to have a f- like freedom. Now I only work a couple of days a week. Right. Like now I'm subcontracting. So it's, I'm not, I'm not, you know, confined to you guys. Yeah. Like my time, pay me for my time. Yeah. And I don't want work outside of, outside of my time. Mm. I think that for me, like, just like you said, find things that work for you. No, this, 100%. Like, like mums, we really need to be careful in trying to like make, make time for your, for the business, trying to work around their schedule. No, tell them what, what would work works for, for you. you. And I must admit, I have to big up Farfetch because they are really good with flexible working. Yeah. I know there are other industries that aren't. At all. You know, so working from home was something I was doing way before I become a mum. See. And I showed that I was doing work. So maybe that's another reason why they, they say, yeah, no problem, you know. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of companies need to try, need to yeah. do that. And, yeah. and it's not just for like, for mums. I literally feel like people work, better when they're in the comfort of their own space like you know traveling two hours to oh, get it's to training. work oh. like i was even thinking you know that new virus that's this do you know yeah. what i'm writing the women women okay let me not i don't want to say where we are because that's going to sound really bad but I, I need to start wearing a mask because do you know what <laughs> it, people used to look crazy when yeah. they used to wear masks yeah, yeah, i yeah. feel like it was um asian people they used to wear it all the yeah. time and i was just like they're really like on hygiene. Yeah. I think for them it was like coughing and it, yeah. makes, it makes it makes sense. sense. When you're on a packed out tube on the northern line, you're like, oh man. The northern line, that peak. is the devil I'm not line. trying to get like, the virus. I, <laughs> the northern line is, I think it's the northern, no, and for the, me and it's central. Because it's like a sauna. I don't understand. It's awful. Like I go from one stuff, I like got Bunch Street to Old to, um, Oxford Street. Yeah. And I'm already, oh. I'm sweating out. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, so just that alone, the traveling, mm. like, you don't want to, you don't want to go into work, you're already, 
you're already pissed off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like so, like working from home. I really, and then I'm seeing there's more. Com- there are a lot more startups. Yeah. I think for me, startups. I've seen like oh, startups are more like they let you work from home. Yeah. Because like you said, there's companies that you're currently in who are old school and don't want to change yeah 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 they don't want to move with the times they yeah. don't want they like, even starting because now it's like even starting nine and you're like you know i don't want to start at nine can i start yeah. at 11 and finish yeah. like some of them just don't starting at nine Do you know, it's like what's going to change between nine and nine thirty? who's calling that and if i've got the way i see if i've got my emails connected to my phone and my what's, bill that i pay and i'm answering emails on the go then actually well if we're going to be nitpicky let, then do you know what i mean pay for my a portion of my bill <laughs> No, real talk. Like, we have to start being like Let's that. Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then also, like, it's who leaves work at exactly five on exactly. the door? In what world have you ever left like it? So you want me to leave later, but you yeah. don't want me to come in later. Nah, it just doesn't, it doesn't make... work. But I think a lot more companies are starting to be more flexible. Yeah, so. it, it really has. Yeah. Like, And I think we need to. So I think that's definitely such a bonus for, like, if you are, if you do want to start a family mm. or, or a side hustle. Yeah. Like, a side hustle... I think it's so like I wasn't raised, you know, with the whole with the entrepreneurial side of it, which is kind of weird because, like you were saying, you've always done it. Like that's just how you've always been. Kind of. My mum was, you know, she back in Congo. She had her own like market store. Yeah. (laughs) Are you from that side of Congo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So she wanted. So she had like a market store, but when she came to the UK, I think for her the idea of being successful was going to uni Mm. and getting a job. So kind of pushing the whole hustling aspect of doing things for yourself. It just yeah, it was pushed back to the. But that's the way we've always been as a people. Yeah, black African people. I honestly think that we've always had a hustle culture in us, but then we assimilated towards. You know, just go and get your books and go and get yeah, your the Yeah, the It is important, but it's like you can do both. It's not... Yeah, I think that's... They didn't push that. They didn't push that. They didn't push, they didn't push that a lot that. because I think a lot of them starting here, like it could have been their qualifications didn't really equate to anything here. Yeah. So some of them didn't really get to do the jobs that they yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah, It makes so, sense. So it made sense. But I think now... It's like this whole side hustle, people being entrepreneur, like it's really being pushed forward. Mm-hmm. And like, it's how do you, do you feel like it's been like glamorized as well though? Like being an entrepreneur? Yeah, for sure. It, 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 if people don't know balance and boundaries, mm-hmm. they will work themselves to death. And that's yeah. not cool. That's not fun for anybody. It's not fun for um, the people that you're involved with, like your friends, your family, your loved yeah, ones, because yeah. they don't get you. They won't receive you yeah if that makes sense because you're always pouring into work that's not cool that's yeah. not uh, for me like a massive red flag is anybody who prioritizes work more than they prioritize first of all their self and 100%. then the the things that they value around them because otherwise it's like you will die we're all gonna die one day this is what i'm saying i can't just work all the time that's not healthy i think that's that's and you know like the older you get you realize you're just like that whole nine to five mm. that's not the way mm. it's really not it's, not, it's long I'm like the, you can actually do like a little three day, four day here. Yeah, for and sure. And, and be really productive. And Absolutely. be productive. I don't think the whole nine to five, Monday to Friday, like you, when you're growing up, it's kind of like, yes, that's the goal. Yeah. I'm going to get a job in Oxford Street. Yeah. I hate working in Oxford Street. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. What? <laughs> the, tr- the journey, the traveling. The tourists, everything. It's just. I want to work, literally, a door, I li- if it's not in my house, I literally want to come downstairs, turn the corner and I'm at work. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, the dream for me like honestly so what are the 
What are your plans for It's Black It's Black Owned? Like, uh, where are you now and where do you see it going? So I guess I should do a little introduction in, yes, as to what absolutely. it is. So um, It's Black Owned is a platform which lists um, like proper premium, not necessarily premium in, in price, yeah. but I'm just going to say what I would say the best um Black-owned businesses across so many different sectors. So this could be from sports, so like a football club, to there's a wig washing service. I, which when I saw that, <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> honestly. And I, I trial a lot of, I trial them to make sure yeah. that they're a decent standard. Wig wash and drop um, is amazing. So you send your hair, and literally she sorts it out. Your wig, your weave, whatever your bundles, she sorts it out. Genius. Pack and sends it back with tips. Gen- genius. Silk this woman, she's, she's, she's a national treasure. We need to protect yeah. her at all costs. That is so amazing. Yeah, there's a lot. There's so many innovative businesses. That's one thing. So, um, yeah, so the idea is just to highlight a lot of these businesses, mm. put them all in one place. So, you know, like if you're looking for a good hotel, yeah. you're going to go to TripAdvisor. I want this to be the, des- the destination that you go to if you're looking for a good black owned business. Yeah, so in terms of where it's at now, we have probably about, I think, 22 businesses listed at the moment and it's growing steadily. Um, yeah. We're doing an event on Monday coming at um, Bidar, which is a Afro-urban concept store in Peckham. It's amazing. Yeah. Have you been? No, I haven't. Do you know what? I haven't been in Peckham in forever. Oh, it's, it's changed a lot. Yeah. But what I like about Bidar is that it appeals to both the new Peckham yeah. people, like that are coming in like, oh, what's this? But also, as a black person, I feel at home as well. Okay, so, that's good. Yeah, because yeah. I, I used to love, like Peckham was, I think it was the first place we ever went to when we came to the UK. Yeah, It yeah. was literally like, your fish, that's where you get your meat, your this, your that. And you know black people would, we travel oh for me. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, we live in, my mom, we're in South. She's in South, like Croydon, New yeah. Edinburgh. This woman would travel oh, wow. all the way to Seven Sister to get me. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Like, guys, like, no joke. Mm. She'll plan it. It's her day trip. She's like, I'm going to go to Peckham. I'm going to go to Seven Sisters, get my meat and come back. Yeah. Like, and store it in the freezer. Yeah. Like, I've become my mum. I do things like that now. I might not go all the way to, like, you know, from the Peckham. The further I can to, go is Dalston. Yeah. Dalston's in, good because you get so much for cheap. Yeah. That's, yeah, see, that's the Roads. thing. That's where, because um, I grew up in Hackney and that's yeah. literally where we would go. And even now my mum will go once every two months and go from Lewisham to, yeah. to Hackney. That's amazing. Yeah. So like, so your event, that's so, so you've got an event on Monday? Yes, 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 yes. So it's called um, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. Okay. And it's a free event and it's basically to, uh, it's got like a bunch of speakers um, through various sectors and it's a conversation around how can we put our money where our mouth is yeah. and support black owned businesses and build generational wealth within our community. Absolutely. Yeah. That is, I th- for me, like, when the older I'm getting, those thoughts are so important. So important. Like, you don't even think about it. And you, sh- it's one of those things, like, you shouldn't, you're young. Like, yeah. kind of don't try and add all these extras and stress yourself out. Like, let gradually you'll get to know these things. Mm-hmm. But now it's so important to be like, how can I support my community? How yeah. can I be part of something that's, you know, because there's so many positive positive things there's so yeah. many creative things like when I was going through it's black owned and I was just like oh I'm like this is cool <laughs> oh yeah like honestly like the black the um, the caliber the like we <laughs> there is and it's you know kind of taking step and support like we we have this you know for a long time it was like black people don't support each other mm. we're this whole like we're haters and, and I was just like no that's not it it's not true it's we actually do true. support each other but what I would say is we don't often have a space that is dedicated to yeah. black-owned 
products or services. So if you go down Stamford Hill, for example, yeah. that's for, for as long as I've known, that has been the Jewish spot. Yeah. yeah? And the, all the shops are mostly Jewish owned. And yeah. it's, you, it's their community. They've invested in their community and Absolutely. they're reaping from it. Yeah. So if you're going into that space, you're respecting what's already there. I would say with us, it's it's different. We've got spaces that we, we uh, inhabited like Brixton, but because we didn't own a lot... They can no just come and take that yeah. away from you, and that's kind. Of, that's isn't that even the same with Peckham? How they've changed it. We, yeah. we, I've you know having this conversation. I was like, Peckham, we made it what it was. Like Basically. we, it really was like the hairdressers, the market stores, the like, and it is changing. Mm. And we didn't own it, so we yeah. can't really stop the changes. Yeah, but you know there are some companies like Peckham Palms, which is also listed on its black owned. Yeah, um, have you heard of Peckham Palms? Yes. Okay, so even with Pick and Palms, they're working with the community. So yes. instead of them saying like, right, we want to regenerate the whole place, okay. right? It's like, look, we need to change it up because actually calling people, you want to do your hair every five minutes outside of a hair shop, ain't it no more. Absolutely not. It never really was it, it but was it's never, how they I had together. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying, especially when your hair's done, but it's not plastic. You know, my hair's done. <laughs> I don't want you to touch it. The it's offense. just not long. Exactly. <laughs> it's not got a weave, but it's actually okay. Thanks. Right. <laughs> Peckham Palms would get those um, hairdressers and basically say, hey, do you want to come and work in a, a more professional space? Yeah. Uh, Monique Tomlinson, who's the managing director of Peckham Palms, is amazing because she works with them to to understand their way of working, but also introduce new ways of working. That's, and, and that's how we yeah, can improve it. And that's how we can and improve still and still keep- have a presence in Peckham. So. Absolutely. I think it's so necessary. Like what you're doing is so necessary. I like when I when I did start the podcast, I was like, yes, I want to interview, you know, black women because I just feel like there are so many women, women in general. I think, you know, this generation, it's women just doing things, starting things from ground up, just ideas we didn't think would be anything like the wig girls just doing things like that. Mm. And I'm like. You know, but as black women, we don't really see platforms that really shout us out. No, and do you know what? And it's frustrating. We've been doing this. Yeah. This is the thing, right? We've been doing this because, again, when I go to Peckham to get my hair done, auntie would have a baby on her back. Uh, There'll be an auntie coming to sell me. I had, like, my first taste of F4 Uro, which yeah, is like, yeah. like a spinachy stew in a in a hairdresser's chair. Like, it, we've been this, right? But I don't know, for whatever reason, we've always almost had a, backseat yeah things that we've started we've been doing we've been hustlers you know like it's not new absolutely yeah we now need to just be owning it a bit more yeah and i'm just like it's just it's all about just like really supporting the people who are doing it so i also thought it's it's gonna encourage people to come in new people to be like oh you know what it's being done it can be done let me try it a lot of these insta hairdressers i heard like someone made like a crazy amount of money just doing hair this, like do you know oh, it's good for you why not absolutely like I clap for this because like, yeah. when I wasn't taking hair seriously like I can't clap I can't do cane rolls like it's an embarrassment it's alright like, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm like these girls are something that you just thought was just basic because back in the days especially with I don't know like with uh, Africa doing hair it was great but it wasn't like oh my god you were going to be yeah. successful it was still seen like oh you're just doing hair yeah, yeah, yeah. now it's lucrative girls, it's mm-hmm crazy even um even makeup yeah i was seeing uh what's the girl bernice was it, was it bernice? bernice yeah um yeah i know who you're speaking yeah of. yeah like i saw she's now signed to uh i think was it storm storm yeah I, brilliant. Do you know you think like you know someone you're like yes yeah you're I'm just like, cheering for everybody yeah. no for sure and for i'm sure. just like it's so amazing because i don't think i've seen um they probably were you know 
people who've done something like that before but I was like for me it was just like just seeing a bit look at look at this mm. and it was so nice to be like hey guys we just need to clap for nah. clap for each other and it will kind of encourage other people to take the step and be like you know what I can do this yeah like I've got this yeah no it's brilliant I'm I'm just I love it I and love the energy right now I love to see it <laughs> like like the t- Twitter gets me dying yeah, I'm like it's so funny on Twitter the energy but it's <laughs> it's so amazing just to see how people support each other so yeah. much how vocal people are on their talent and just it's amazing it's amazing it is do you feel like do you have any hesitation in being like oh it's black owned it's only for black businesses was that something that you were like cautious about um no and yeah. the reason why I say no, this is the reason why it's called It's Black Owned because mm-hmm. as soon as you see that www.isblackowned.com this is what it is yeah this is not saying other people can't come yeah. and discover these brands no we're just saying that it's black owned and that we're proud of it that's it that's it that's exactly. a tweet because I feel like we've got to a place where period no real talk like why are we at a place we're at a place now where we're doing amazing things you've got people like Stormzy we're just doing a lot right something else energy is real we can't now be calling it it's BAME owned yeah because no I'm not a minority a black and minority minority ethnic I'm black yeah and these are black owned brands so it's not saying you can't come yeah do you know what I mean like if you take offense to it's kind of like really why are you taking offense to it's kind of (laughs) we're actually helping you maybe you're like oh I want to try something like food if it's a restaurant you're like oh I don't really know what takeaway and then you see you're like oh this is is original Nigerian food cuisine so it's kind of it's you have to look at it at that as like look at it in that way and it's also with a lot of these uh, companies I feel like they're amazing at what they do, but some of them don't get the push. Oh, no, they don't. The exposure. We're not so, on the level playing fields. We're not. At all. Yeah. And it, it could happen. It will happen if we, if has, we actively support um, our own. Because there's, there's way too many talented people. Oh, there's my gosh. Way we, too are, many. we are just... It's insane. It's, um, but we're not on a level playing field. We don't always have the marketing budget to push this little takeaway shop on Lewisham High Street that sells amazing curry goat or whatever. Yeah, like. yeah. So we need this we need it to keep them going and if I start feeling offended about the word black then I need to question myself because who am I who am I feeling offended for you know what I mean yeah why do I why do I feel bad (laughs) yeah like I think for me like I'm I think I said in one of the episodes um I had a really like really this amazing advice from someone who was just like okay because I my intentions have always been after 25 Mm -hmm. was for black women it was for me because I'm like I'm a black woman I'm over a certain age so I want to talk to people like myself mm. and so and you know I made a cautious decision that any of the guests and the women that I get in were going to be black mm. and I was going to talk about their thing and their experience you know, I think yeah. it's a brilliant idea by the thank way thank you and someone they think it's an amazing idea but it was kind of like oh do you want to pigeonhole yourself by just saying it's black and I'm like but you know what you're why? not pigeonholing yourself yeah. because we're not a monolith so although it's just a black thing like yeah. uh, not a black thing sorry a podcast where you're inviting black women no two women are the same no I, two black women are the same and I honestly that is like one of my thing and I hope everyone really gets to see mm-hmm. this with the podcast I hope that the women that I do get here are are different and they have been and it's been so fascinating to be like you can we're not the same we're not and it's so beautiful to be there's so many there are women doing things in I saw someone who the pole pole dancing classes. Which oh yeah, I need to do. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, there is different things. So for me personally, I was just like, I don't think it 
pigeonholes you. Like, I think there's too many, too many amazing women yeah. in the background who no one really shuts them out. Yeah, Like, agreed. no one pushes them. We have, like, we have influencers, but I still kind of see, like, they're still not the same playing field as the white influencers. Mm. So I'm just like, but they're doing just the as same a, thing. The yeah, same yeah. things. So I, I definitely think it's black owned is needed for just to support. Thank like you. these people, like honestly, they're putting in, they're putting in skills. Mm. I'm like, you guys, this is this is needed. Yeah. Like, what? Where do you where do you see it going? Oh, Put it out there. Um, like, what? What? Like, <laughs> it's funny because I had a um, a call with. Um, Mariam, she's the owner of Bidar and she's actually a business strategist. So she actually yeah. sat down with me. We're doing like a lovely little school exchange. Nice. Which I'm very grateful for because, mate, <laughs> it made me really look at this as well. This is the business plan. Yeah. Um, for me, the, the first thing I want is for more amazing business to just come on board because this is what it's for. Yeah. And then, of course, for it to be sustainable. At the moment, it's obviously I've started this all up. It is very much coming out of my own pocket, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I want this to be sustainable. I want it. I want to see it in five years' time. Um, the main, the, honestly, the main goal for this is to have a directory of top black-owned businesses. That that sounds simple, but it is not necessarily yeah. simple. There's a new business starting every other month. Yeah, right? businesses change as well. So what might be quality now, later on down the line down the line in new hands might not be of the same standards so there's a lot that would need to go into reviewing and stuff like that but yeah it's just for it to be like the destination for black owned businesses I love that well I I think and I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here but (laughs) honestly like when I saw it I was just like yes like we need this and I feel there's going to be a lot more people that's going to come forward um is there a requirement at what stage they need to be to get to no, you? No, not at all. They can start. have just started. And, it, you know, there's a there's a, a girl that I'm speaking to at the moment. She does um, soy wax melts and she sent me a sample. Yeah. And honestly, she just started. But everything, the packaging, the oh, just she's on point. She's See? on point. So I'm waiting for her to come on board soon. Um, no, 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 no. You don't have to have a certain amount of followers. Yeah, it's not yeah. about all that. It's just about having a platform to push what you do. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. But it, it needs to be at a, stand, a certain yeah. level. It needs to be at a certain level. Just how it, like, but, how it looks. But the thing is, is that I'm not, I want us all to win. So if I yeah. ever give any feedback where I say, you know what? Thank you so much for reaching out. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. the moment, it's not quite what we're looking for, but I would give feedback. For example, That's if there's good. links on your site, if you're selling an item, a product on your site and everything is sold out on your site and it's like that for a week, I can't put you on this black owned because that's a, not a great experience yeah. for a customer. Make sure all your stuff is in stock. It's a basic thing. Exactly. You know, it's, it's these little things that I'm looking at. It's not just the product itself. Um, but I will give that feedback in the hopes that it's taken on board and then it's like, they can come back out. Like, yeah. why not? Like, it's nothing. We're, it's all love. It's yeah, all no. love. And then you go and fix it and you come <laughs> you back. You come back. Because you... It's never, like, it's never going to be perfect. Mm. I think that was... That's even, it, yeah. That was even, a, like, in your article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where you just said, like, we're all so thinking about getting Perfection. to the perfect. Yeah, no, 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 no. And no. I'm guilty of that. Like, I feel mm. I feel like everyone is, where you're just like, oh, no, it needs to look like this before I... And I think that's a lot also to do with, with like, just social, social media because everything just looks, looks so... so perfect. It's not real. But you know, we're we're starting to, uh, to know that now. Like, it's not real. Isn't Instagram going to start flagging out? <sighs> oh, pictures? yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew anyway. I but like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it is that thing where it nothing's ever going to be perfect mm. first time round. Yeah. So you're going to get 
the feedback yeah. and you go back and you just you fix it yeah we have to be open to feedback I yeah. think that's one thing as a a community sometimes can and be not quite say difficult. it's a hater or not tell that, someone they're a yeah, hater not I hate that, that word. that's not cool we have to be open to feedback um, like I said I've had to take on board feedback. It's just, I want to grow. I want yeah. to, I can't say this is the best, this is where you find the best, like, businesses. And then me, myself, the business isn't actually making sense. It doesn't make sense. My business is, is even you're seeing holes inside. No. You understand what I'm saying? I like those businesses where you go in and the website shut down. Honestly. It, go, oh, oh, it takes you back to go four daddy. Four unknown. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, <laughs> just allow it. I hate. I'm I like hate you guys that. are out of order. Mm-mm. Like how the main important thing is the website, and I'm going there, and it's telling me that the domain is not even no, available. No, no, no. Stop! Just stop. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we have to be open to feedback. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's only way we're gonna get better. Like definitely, and then it's gonna encourage more of these to keep happening. We need we. We're at a time where we need to push these things. Yeah. We need to push all the positive things that's happening because it's so easy people flagging up bad things. And it's oh, like, m- listen, no, right. there's too many things good that we do and we've been doing. So if they're not going to push it forward, we're going to push this it. This is ourselves. it. I do not. I do not engage with the Piers Morgan conversations no, on Twitter, the Katie, whatever her name is. I don't engage. And actually, I, it's great. It's Just scroll past. It ruins my day. It, don't click on it. Like, I need to stop. Don't, don't I click need on it. To They're stop. not saying It's just some of the comments these. that people, when they come for them, it does Yeah, it's triggering. Me. You know, but, but we don't, and don't direct your energy there. Energy has to be protected. I'm so into that right now. Like, Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where... You can't, because all that is going to ruin what you're thinking, mm. your plans. You're going to be held back by, no, we need to let all this, it definitely feels like there's so many, we're letting people have negative effects on what we're doing. It's like, yeah. you know what, let's push our businesses. Yeah, just forget about all that noise. It's noisy. It's, it's noisy. It's stressful. Yeah. It's so stressful. Yeah. Okay, so this <laughs> is now my favourite part. I need to be talking about... Skincare, because you're like, oh, I look young, but you, you look young too. <laughs> like, how? So, what's your relationship with skincare? It's very minimal. If I'm yeah. honest, um, is that intentional? Is it just like I've just never really been into it? No, I'm. I'm I'll do the odd thing. I think what I do is I would consider it to be basic because yeah. now people are doing a lot more like chemical peels and. I saw this girl on Insta. It looks amazing. She does these facials where you can get all the whiteheads out of your face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It looks great. I've never done anything like that. (laughs) So um, it's very basic. I'm actually embarrassed. No, No, I feel like this is the thing. I do skincare because I just, I enjoy it. I'm just extra. But I also feel like it can be really basic. Mm. Some people just, we overcomplicate it. Just, you know, because yes, people love this whole like you do cleanse toner this serum face peel but you can literally just do a cleanser a toner and moisturizer and you'll and you'll be good so i think the extraness is it's because skincare is now in yeah so i i think basic it's fine as long as you're using the important stuff so (laughs) guys did you see her i'm so embarrassed wait she was so confident talking about (laughs) Editing, copywriting, <laughs> it's black owned. She was there. Now, come and hear vocal. It's completely gone. <laughs> okay, so cleanser. Do you cleanse? What do you use? Yeah. Okay, would you? <laughs> Alice. Honestly, I use Neutrogena. <laughs> Neutrogena is not bad. Um, 
is it grapefruit? I don't know. It's a pink oh, yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. I know that one. I know that one. She said toning is, is important. Do I tone? I think even my baby sister tones. I don't. Does tone. she see the new? See, this is what I'm saying. The new generation, they're on. She's this. on it. Is she? She's on it. Um, I love that. I love to hear that though. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I use Neutrogena, and I, I started using um, Body Shop. Uh, it's like a, it's a face scrub, and mask. It's a no. It's a wash scrub and mask yeah. tea tree, and okay. I might do that once a week. That feels good. Um, <laughs> and then I will always use Superdrug's Vitamin E oil as a. A moisturizer, moisturizer at night and at night at, at night, night. Okay, in the okay, in okay. the daytime I'd use um if it's summer I will use I know I should use it all year round you know a bit of SPF <laughs> with oh I, no but I actually mix like my body ex- SPF with um my face cream <laughs> do you know what I'm like I'm I sound real ghetto so let me just stop <laughs> give me your tips no do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I love this like honestly I so like so, okay so with skincare was was it never like did your mom ever was like use this when you grow no. up? Because I never got it. No, never. I personally just started doing, even though it was my mom. Because when I was like sixteen, I started getting really bad acne, mm, and yeah, she yeah, was same. yeah, bad spots. She, yeah, really bad spots. And she was the one that was like, oh, speaking to an auntie, and she recommended Clinique. Okay. She's never used Clinique a day in her life. But Clinique back then was what everyone said, didn't it? Is yeah, it, is it good? like so. She kind of like that's it. That's all she. <laughs> that was used. all they had. <laughs> like, that and fashion fair. Don't mind that, them. Oh my. <laughs> My mum thought she was doing big things with Fashion Fair. <laughs> she was like, every time she buys a little concealer, she's like, look what I bought. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was she, the powder. It was... <laughs> yeah, they can't see. <laughs> I'm mimicking putting in powder. But yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing, like, the skincare talk was never... Yeah, it wasn't really a thing, It wasn't it? a thing. It was always, like, just wash properly as a young lady, smell nice. Yeah. Look after your hair. Mm-hmm. But it was never a... Like, we... So I think that's also why, as as black women, also we kind of have that relationship with skincare because we've we've known to be like natural is the best, black don't crack. Yeah, we've you know this the SPF talk is kind of like yeah, but we live in Africa, we're good yeah, with yeah. so that's yeah that's the talk that we've heard. And for me, it only changed after I had my son. My skin just wasn't the same. Oh, really? Like in yeah, what sense? It, so when I when I was pregnant with him, I didn't use anything. Like coconut oil was the most I used. After I had him, my blemishes, I started getting breakouts. Like I've got acne prone skin anyway. Like okay. I know my skin oily. But after having him, it just went. It just went yeah. crazy, and I hadn't had acne like that since I was like sixteen. Like I'll get the odd bits here and yeah. then, but once I had my son, I was just like, okay, this is something else. And I think. Also, Obviously, your hormones. Mm. It does it a lot. Yeah, it, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like all, you're like you come to this world and you've take you you've ruined my skin. You're ruining my hair. <laughs> What's happening? But so like that was my thing. That's kind of what pushed me to really like go with skincare. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, mm, we don't really get these talks from our moms. No, you're right. We don't. We don't get the tips. Yeah, and they look good, but they just don't. They they put it down to just like oh we're black. Yeah. It's natural. Do you know what? My mum is very fair black. So yeah. I think I've now given her like, you know, I think you should use more oils and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I realise now because I used to think, oh, oils will give oils will give you worse skin. But actually I find that when I wake up after I put my vitamin yeah. E oil, my skin looks amazing from that. So it works. For and me. that's based and that's not even that complicated. No, it's I cheap. Do that. It's dead I, cheap. It's like three pounds something. Is it <laughs> <laughs> where you waste? 
It's wicked. I love it. Do you know what? I go to, uh, what is it, Body Shop. And they've got like the vitamin E collection. Oh. I really, there's like, uh, they've got this new moisturizer and it's kind of like a gel base mm-hmm. vitamin E. And I was just like, what? It felt so good. Yeah, I like And I it was like, like £14. Pounds. Yeah. So I you mean, even that, I'm like, oh, 14 how much? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hard. No, no I'm we joking. Let me not say that. We need to stop that. No, no, no. It's like, not. What's the most you would, you've ever spent on skincare? Um, you... There was a stage when I was using um, Lancome. Mm. Night cream. Oh. Um. And it hydrazen, I think. It's hydrazen nuit. It is it was good. It, how much was that? Like almost like forty and plus, four, thirty. 40, plus? Yeah, forty I would always get it with like a look look fantastic or feel unique discount. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not paying full price. <laughs> it's true. Um, I like it, look fantastic. They've always yeah, got a discount. Like twenty two percent every yeah, day. Yeah. Exactly. Every, every day. day. And they tell you it's the last you one. You can have a discount. You can <laughs> have a discount. But yeah, um yeah, so I think that was the most I'd spend on a on a face product. But then after that yeah, I stopped. Vitamin E works fine. And Moringa tea. Okay. Moringa tea. There's a guy on, and I'm plugging on this black owned, but every no, brand no, that no, I mention, yes. a lot of them are from this black owned. Um, Life of a Tree, he does Moringa tea. Um, it's rich in vitamin D, vitamin E, yeah. D, like loads of antioxidants as oh, well. Oh, I love that. So I have like one or two cups a day and it, it, you put a little bit of honey in and I honestly Moringa feel tea. like it's made my skin, I don't know, I didn't really have... Like bad skin or anything, but you, but you know your skin, so you can feel see like the it would glow a little yeah. bit more. So yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. They yeah. do say like a lot of things is internally. Oh, hundred percent. Like you can do to be fair, you can do all the extra with the skincare, but if you're not really looking after yourself yeah. internally, if you're not drinking water, it shows. It does. You know when you've had one of those weekends where you're, it's just too wild and you just mm-hmm. look like that's a far far dream. I've, it's been a long time since yeah, I, I had mean, white. I think yeah, me too, but. Remember mm. back in the days. Wait, wait. So you once a month I might go with my friends and we'll be chilling and then we're up all night chatting rubbish and then the next day it definitely shows the drink. The yeah, the yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's cool. I want to try that. Oh but yeah, I, we have like sleepovers. I, but I, not I, at my house because no, the baby's there. It's not. Yeah, who are you, who are you disturbing? How dare you? After seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If someone breathes too loud, you're like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go and breathe at your house. Yeah, me and my girls, but that's become our new thing. That's so. Yeah. That's really nice. <laughs> that's because I. That's one of the aspects of like for me because I'm I moved quite far from a lot of my friends. Like I'm in North now, mm. and it's like oh, everyone is in I'm South. In Croydon. Yeah, oh. and I feel so lonely. Oh, no. I'm like, oh my god, I'm in no- North, and I feel like especially when you are going through motherhood, mm. having friends around that kind of like make you forget about. Oh, it's important. It's so important. It's like don't talk. Let's not talk about the kids. Yeah, I don't want to talk about. Like if I want to vent, let's fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and you guys have five minutes to gush and to talk about how amazing, how cute he is. But let's like still be Alison and the girls. Yeah, yeah. Like what else do you do to like stay to remind yourself like you're still Alison? I started doing yoga again recently. Oh nice. um, Through something called Class Pass, and we get it through work, and that's really good just to have my own time. Um, Like I said, I've seen my girls at least once every. Like two months or so, like as in when I say see, as in we're all together chilling. Good. It's and so that's good. Hard These are sometimes. friends that I've had for like twenty one years. Oh, they're my sisters, and yeah, I love them so much. Like that's we just act like fifteen year olds every time we're together. It's forever. ridiculous. Um, what else would I do? Um, how sad is that? It. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's even more than me yeah. like I've become a gym gym buddy uh-huh. because I have nothing to do don't know it's good it's, it's a good yeah like hobby. I can't lie it's once you finish no one's ever felt oh, worse the, from going yeah, to the gym yeah the endorphins yeah like so yeah. it's but it is one of the things like 
it is my only thing, mm. but I so enjoy it. Like, if sometimes once this one starts getting too crazy, I'm like, all right, daddy say bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, daddy you know take what? him, bye. Maybe schedule with your, like, even if it's like two months in advance. Yeah. And it's literally a simple night in and you do sleepover. Sleepovers are great because there's not like, oh, I've got to go now. Yeah, it's that rushing it, on. It's coming, that yeah. rushing off and coming, it's all of that. It's like, no, no, Yeah, we need out. to do that. Yeah. Like, I like that too because it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Because you're like an autopilot just being a mom. All the time. And don't get me wrong, even when I do do the sleepovers, I do think, oh, the cooking, the this, the that. But do you know what? No. She'll survive. Her daddy's there. Yeah. Like, let them, like, it's so... You might not cook a big pot or something for Sunday, but it's fine. (laughs) You'll survive. It's fine. Like, you'll be, this is what you And you feel rejuvenated, like, oh, it's fine. We can just have a simple dinner today because I'm good. I feel good. Do you know what? Sometimes (laughs) I also, don't you feel like, I've noticed this with myself. I overcomplicate things and overdo things mm. where you could just keep it simple keep it simple like they will eat pasta oh, yeah. they yeah, will yeah. eat whatever like they yeah I don't some know. people have been giving their kids fish fingers and beans from how long look the child will not die if they have a meal of fish fingers and beans one day <laughs> do you day. know what I mean I it's try okay. yeah like I try to make it balanced diet but it's like yeah. sometimes you can just yeah. keep it simple like yeah. they'll be fine don't try me doing roast for no, a two year old no, no no it's not necessary like I'm out here chopping his grapes like oh, no, yeah, but still, because I do that now. Yeah, Maybe you can that. cut that out. I think no, you can you're out of order. Can you leave me my baby? <laughs> <laughs> can you leave me my baby? I give Sarai her own little. Sp- she's eating with her spoon. Oh yeah, he is. Just, well, yeah, he's two. He's just. No, to be fair, he's yeah. only just started. Like I'm still like feeding him. No, don't do that no more. He's I gonna know. make a mess, and it's, it's okay. Bra- he- do you know what? This is my is it thing. The mess thing. It's the mess thing. No, I was just like, okay. no, you can't make a mess. And no, no, no. It's okay. No. My mom's like, can you let him eat? It's okay. It's, it's okay. Like he had rice and it was everywhere. Yeah, it was that's what, and then they use their hand to put in the bowl because the spoon's oh. not big enough to get everything in. It's everywhere. It's fine. You I need, yeah, I need to. I need just to feed Do you know what? We need to make things simple. That's the, it. That's simple. it. Because it's us that's causing all the... Oh, yeah, all the aggro. The extra yeah. things. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's not necessary. <laughs> Zai, when mommy gets home, no more help. Yeah, be yourself. Okay. Be a free he love man. it. He's like, yes. Do you know, I can see like he's really independent. I love his name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Lauren Hill song that, as well. Just, do you, you know that? <sighs> do you know how hard it was? Do you know, right? <laughs> I was ready to walk away from my relationship if you didn't let me name my kids Zion. I was That's like, beautiful. this is a childhood thing. Like beautiful. that Lauren Hill song. I was like, I am naming my child din, this din, song. Din, 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 din. <laughs> Take it inside. Stop breaking ideas. So, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I do want to know. So, what tips when it comes to when it comes to like beauty and skincare? Because you, you've got a daughter. Yeah. Although I have a son, I still feel like it's not as stressed as like having yeah. a daughter. You're thinking, okay, what can I pass on to her mm. and things like that. Like, what is there anything beauty? tips it doesn't have to be skincare do you know what what I would say is having a daughter you do feel a lot of pressure when it comes to their hair because mm. um, with my daughter her hair like she was born with um, a head of hair like but I was born with more hair my mum said I was born yeah. with a like, crazy amount of hair um, and then over time the bald patch comes oh, yeah, back yeah, yeah. The little, yeah yeah because where they're sleeping where they're sleeping but then it just got more dry and it just yeah. it got to a point where like, for ages their dad was like look we need to cut her hair off and I was like no 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 do you guys not cut your hair when they turn one Oh, in Congo um, we do. He's actually Congolese, funny enough. Okay, um, and but he, I don't. It wasn't because it, it was more just because their hair was growing and there was different lengths, yeah. and it was looking a bit ridiculous. But I was like, I don't, in our culture, in Jamaican you. culture, yeah. you don't cut their hair till they can talk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which yeah. is usually obviously after one. But then it got to a point. I was like, you know what? Let's just start again. Yeah, yeah. So we we did. We 
he he shaved it off. Not like skin fade, but it was just like number one. And she looked so cute. They do. That's the perfect she time looks, though. Expect, you don't want her to be like three and then you're like, yeah. okay, like, allow it. Just cut the <laughs> hair off. Um, but what I would say is... I would, there is a lot of pressure when it comes to the hair. But then, like, when one of her aunties saw that she had the ball patch, like, oh my God, oh. what happened to your hair? And it's just like, please, Those don't do that. Like, don't, it's a, it it's is. just, it's a lot, especially as a new mom. Mm-hmm. You're still figuring it out. What worked for me might not work for It's definitely not for going child, to. You know, it's, so, um, there's a lot of pressure for them to have good quote, hair. Unquote, good hair. It stresses but me out. What's good is what's healthy. It's, so, if that means you need to cut off and start again, do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when there was that whole commotion with Beyonce's daughter? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I felt sick. Like yeah. I felt, and I didn't even have a kid back yeah, then. Yeah, it was a lot. But I felt so sick. And I was just like, this is the, we've already started putting this pressure on young black, young black girls. Mm. She's one, people talking about her hair and yeah. good hair and bad hair. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's horrible. But it is, it, yeah, it's, uh, the culture can sometimes be quite suffocating in that regard. Yeah. Um, Everyone wants their children to have slick hair. Like it's too much. It's okay. It's their kids. Children. As long as they're healthy, and you're doing the best that you can. I think uh, it's a lot with Instagram mummies. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all we're talking about hustling and getting making money however you can. I'm like I have this love and hate relationship with them Mm because I feel like a lot of you guys. There's no way you have it figured out. Mm -hmm. You don't have it figured out. So. Please don't come on here and pretend like you, you haven't figured out. Like, yeah. I appreciate when you're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm. My Because my even, although you talk about hair with your daughter, I kind of felt the same with my son. Really? Yeah, because you now see like Instagram moms like, oh, I've got a young boy, but his hair's still curly and I use this. <sighs> yeah. And then my son, unfortunately, with mine and his daddy's hairline, it wasn't... Yeah, <laughs> <he> <laughs> It's a shame. He didn't. You know, I'm like, babes, I'm so sorry. This yeah. is what you've been given. But I was just like, oh, he doesn't have hair like this. And I thought, wait, Asha, are you crazy? Yeah, no, that's your son. That's his that's hair like, and that's, that's it. I'm like, are you yeah. crazy? I was just, no, I stopped. I'm you like, had to pause sort of thing. I, had, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. had to it like is, bring But you're back. right. It is hard to sometimes because you're constantly bombarded with imagery of... Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, we are putting pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. and things like that. And I was just like, mm, okay. Like, she's going to have, unfortunately, have years to have to learn how to love her own hair. Yeah. Like, it's not easy, so... And I already know she's she don't like the comb. She's, I comb her hair, we comb her hair, but it's like, she will fight you. She's not on it. And I'm thinking, I'm just combing... You've only got a small, teeny-weeny afro, if that, right now. So yeah. what are you running away from? Even putting, rubbing the shea butter and the castor oil uh, on her hair, she doesn't want no one. one. Of those. Yeah. But, she's, you know, we all have to start somewhere. <laughs> so you're just going to have to deal. It's true. <laughs> so, like, hair is one of, like, beauty tips you'll give yeah. I think it will be a, a lot of around like um, loving natural products as well because yeah. when I was young we didn't really have all that it was Vaseline and Dax. all sorts of do you remember Dax, Dax and stuff like that pink, was it pink lotion pink lusters all, yeah all of that <sighs> using natural and, and then learning I want her to know what works for her mm-hmm. so do your own journey of discovery if yeah. that makes sense like use your SPFs and all that stuff but there might be an oil that works for her that I don't I haven't even thought of yeah. or isn't actually invented yet I don't know it's be um, open to be things. Open to like, things, don't, yeah. I think I, I'm finding it, like, especially now you have kids, you're just like, oh, like, I just want them to be happy. I'm like, just be a happy just person. Happy. It's too stressful yeah. out here. I'm like, just be a happy person. Yeah. Find things that works for you. Do you find yourself, like, now trying to watch what, how, what you say around oh my her? Gosh. Like, because even, not just swearing, but even like, you're like, I don't want to be that mum that's like, oh my God, I hate this. I hate my belly. I hate this. 
Um, for me, if I'm really honest, what I'm most concerned about, especially now she's one and a bit, it's like, how does she see me when I'm angry? Mm. I'm a naturally fiery person. Mm. Like, how... It's the Jamaican Nigerian <laughs> Maybe. <bad mix>. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant mix. It's it's, it's, a, it's something. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, it's things like that. Like obviously, she's she's gonna see yeah a different array of emotions, but it's being mindful of that, and it's still a challenge. It's still something yeah. that I'm working on. If you're there's times where I'm upset, and you do like, oh, I don't want my child to see me cry. It's there's a lot. Yeah, but do you know what? Then you kind of have to. Though. This is life. Mm-hmm. This is life. You really have to. And like, I'm so glad that you said that about like how you how she sees you upset because I was saying this to uh, her, my son's dad. I was like, if we argue in front of him, we mm. also have to make up in front of him. So oh we can my gosh! See, see what that, that looks like. Yeah, because we can't be arguing yeah. and then you know like it was really I remember like he was just like oh mommy you said and I was like oh, oh I was like no 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 I was like yeah. if we're going to argue in front of him because it's going to happen let's yeah, not yeah, no, lie 100% like, it's, it's just every, every yeah, other day yeah. if we have one good day we're like oh we survived yeah. the next day oh, he's going to put the plate Someone's back the wrong way the realness they don't the next day he's going to put a plate the wrong way and it's going to trigger something but we have to just make sure I was like if we argue in front of him let's make up Up. in front of him he needs to see us kissing he needs to see you saying sorry because it's you that would have messed up so you say sorry but he needs to see it because I don't want him to be like this is the the norm this is normal this is the narrative this is argument and it's going to help him also know when, when I fucked up I can say sorry. Yeah, yeah. When yes. I, I saw, Especially I like, for young boys. Oh. Oh my gosh, sis. I'm so happy that you said that. Like, I need... Because it's... That's diff- not to say that girls don't mess up too, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. But we we, just, I think we're more likely to say sorry. Yeah. Like, I I think me- women are more likely to come back and humble herself and mm. say sorry. So I want him to be like, you have to be able to say sorry. Yeah. Like, he's cute right now. Him, right now, it's like, sorry, mommy, if he does something. But he'll look at me. I know he's doing bad. He's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, um, but no, like, that's yeah. that's really important. That's important. At, but she's at the stage now where if he so much as hugs me, he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. But if we're angry... You're okay. Yes. Okay. Shit then. <laughs> then she just like, she's like, good. Me and my man. <laughs> like, Honestly. She's like, no. Oh, he's my nah, daddy. He's my not daddy. your daddy. Oh, but these... then I always then, I make a point of saying, okay, right, let's hug her. Like, it's yeah, a free yeah, way hug. Free... Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Mm. Like, I think motherhood is something else. Like, I always say, it's not for everyone and that's completely that's fine. fine if it's yeah. not for you. But if you do want it, it's a journey. It. You learn a lot. It's fun. Always learning. Like, it's fun. Like, when you spend time with them, you're just like, you little people are yeah. actually funny. Yeah. But, that, first of all, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Guys, we can, we can talk for, I can talk for hours. <laughs> Me too. Like, I, <laughs> I really do. But, Alison, please tell everyone where they can find you, how they can, like, stay current with everything that you've got going on. Because it's, I honestly am saying, it's worth worth following guys so tell them so um the website is it's black owned and that's www.itsblackowned.com um and you can find me on at look uh, forgive my pronunciation because i don't pronounce my surname right i'll try at ali awoyera probably got that right um that's a-l-i-a-w-o-y-e-r-a at and that's on instagram and on twitter Ah, oh, I love that. I, <laughs> do you know what? I always used to think I'm the African girl who can't pronounce African names properly. My mum can't pronounce my mum's Jamaican, isn't it? So she always said Are we Ariera. So for the longest time I'll say my name's Alison Awera until 
I love yeah. your mom. She yeah. tried. <laughs> she tried. She tried. Yeah. We can't, I'm, Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm the African person who can't pronounce. I can't pronounce anyone because my name is just Fundi. Fundi. Yeah. You it's, got a lovely name. It's just simple. Asha is a name that I actually oh. wanted to call. Um, Thank well, you. A boy or a girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, it's simple. It's unisex, yeah. So anyone else that comes out extra nurse, I'm like, oh, guys, you're going to have to say it before me. Yeah. So I could like, and even then, because my son's father is Nigerian, mm-hmm. so they have Yes, yeah, we all want sorts you to work mix. with your mouth when you say our name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my anyway. God. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time. 